Welcome back to the Irresistible You podcast. This is episode 194. All right, let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself afraid to be happy or afraid when everything in your life is actually going pretty well and going good? Do you find yourself like sitting on pins and needles, waiting for the other shoe to drop, waiting for something to go bad, and then as a result, you miss out on the good stuff. If you have ever felt like that, this episode is going to be for you because I am going to be talking about why being afraid of happiness won't stop the bad stuff. The bad stuff is going to happen. The good stuff is going to happen. And putting your happiness on hold or being afraid of happiness or being afraid of the good times isn't going to somehow like stop the bad stuff, right? So let's get into it, guys. All right, so I know there's been a little bit of a gap in my last episode, and I'm gonna explain that because, as you know, I use a lot of my own life experiences to create the content here on the podcast. So yes, I have been a little absent for the past couple of weeks. If you you know follow on Instagram and you're an avid listener of the podcast, you know that towards the middle of September, I went to Disney World and a type 1 diabetic conference with my six-year-old daughter. We did the same thing last year. We had such a good time. It was such a good experience for her to go to that conference that we went again this year, and it was amazing. Like, It's a long weekend, it's just her and I, and it's this really great, like quality time for the two of us. You know, we go to this conference where she's able to interact with other children that have type one diabetes. We get to learn a lot about new technologies that are coming out. And I had shared in one of the latest episodes that Catalina is also writing a book that will be for other children with type one diabetes. So it's, it was just such a great experience, not just the conference, but also, you know, the conference takes place in Orlando, Florida. So we are huge Disney world lovers. So it kind of gives us a reason to go to Disney for a couple nights and it was the best trip. I mean, it was last year. It's just, you know how it is on vacation or anytime you take a trip, especially in Disney where you're like in the Disney bubble, um, you know, you just forget about adulting. You forget about all your responsibilities. You forget about the bills. You forget about taxes. You forget about work. You forget about all the things that we have to do that we don't love to do um, as adults. And it's just a great experience and a great time. And it was like just so many good memories. And like, you know, I am a planner, but I'm also, it's so weird, right? Like I am a planner, but I am also like a go with the flow. Let's just see what happens type of person. And the two times that her and I now have gone together um, for the conference and, you know, gone to Disney, we've just, we've had these moments that where like everything was just perfect. Like we got somewhere at the right time or like a, a reservation at a restaurant that we weren't able to get ahead of time. And we got it right on the spot. Like just all these like really cool moments. And it's such just great memories. And like, I have so many pictures. I know I was sharing like crazy on Instagram and then, Um, I got home and I got home on a Monday and went back to, you know, reality working and all of the things on Tuesday. 
And when I tell you within the first hour of being back to reality, reality slapped me in the face and it hurt. Like, I'm not going to get into specifics because it's just not appropriate, but there was just some crazy things going on, like in a work business thing. And it really knocked me down. And, you know, and then it just started this like domino effect within the week. Um, One of my best friends from high school whose family was like a second family to me as I was growing up, her mother passed away that week. Um, you know, so there was that, there was something that came up with school and diabetes and that just threw me for a loop. And then my dad, um, they thought my dad was having a heart attack. It ended up being a gallbladder attack, which you OGs that have been with me since the blog days, you know, that happened to me like 10 years ago with my gallbladder. And so my dad had his gallbladder removed. He was in the hospital for a while. And all of this happened within like a two week span. And so, you know, when you get back from any type of trip, whether it's business or pleasure, it doesn't matter. Um, you're just kind of like, you need time to recuperate. <laughs> I didn't get that because I was just literally thrown into the shit storm of life. I lost a lot of sleep over some things that were happening. I mean, sick to my stomach with worry about some things going on. Um, and it started to my depression and my anxiety started pulling me down. And that's why I haven't been here the last couple of weeks because depression has gotten the best of me. Um, No, let's not be dramatic. Let's not say it got the best of me. It, It has started to pull me down and I'm fighting against it and not letting it happen. But it's been really hard. And a lot of the things that, you know, the dust is clearing, everything is settling. I've got some answers on some things that have had me worried sick. Um, I may not like some of those answers, but I at least know the answers and I can, you know, plan accordingly, let's just say. So it's just been a lot. And I have noticed the depression. My suitcase is still sitting in my bedroom I haven't unpacked everything because, and I, and, and I hate this because like anytime I go on any type of trip, again, whether it's business or pleasure, there's like that moment you need to come home, rest, recuperate, and like look at the pictures and look at the memories and just kind of like relish in what just happened. And I didn't do that yet. And I actually have been avoiding it. Um, I haven't even gone onto the Disney app and downloaded all of my photos that we have. I've downloaded some as the trip was happening. And you guys that are on um, IG, you've, you've seen some of those in my stories. But like my suitcase is still sitting in my room. I have not finished unpacking. There is still laundry that I think some of the trip laundry just finished getting washed this past weekend. And it's almost been a month that since I like left for the trip not quite a month, almost a month. So depression and anxiety has been flaring up really bad. Um, you know, it's taken everything in me to wake up in the mornings and I have to wake up. Like I don't have a choice. I have work to do. I have a child, uh, to get to school and I have to get up, but it is literally taking, taken every ounce of energy in me to wake up, and get motivated and do what I have to do. And I've just been doing the bare minimum 
to get by and survive every single day because I've just, my mind has been a wreck. And, you know, here's the thing. And this is where I want to get into this with you guys because prior to going on this trip with Kat, I, and this happens on every vacation that I take, every trip I take, business trip, vacation, it doesn't matter. I always start to feel a tingle of like guilt or you don't deserve this or um, who do you think you are spending this kind of money? You could be using this money for fill in the blank, <laughs> right? Um, and I have to shut that stuff down because... I know what I've done to get here. I know the hard work and the sacrifices that I've made of, you know, working for myself and making the income that I'm making. And I know the things that I haven't been able to do in the past. And it's like you have to remind yourself, yes, I do deserve this. I can do this. And I always experience a little bit of that. Um, of feeling like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this or like, I, you know, I don't know. It's just, that's something that I, um, I do deal with. I've gotten better at it, but it's still there a little bit. And so I also have a habit sometimes of downplaying the good stuff, downplaying my successes, downplaying my, um, my ability to just like go on a trip with my kid and when I go to Disney, guys, like, I don't go on a budget. <laughs> like, I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I'm going to get the food I want to buy. I'm going to buy her the things she wants. When Javi goes, it's the same way. Like, I'm going to, if I'm going to do things, I do it big, okay? And why feel guilty about that? I know I would never have been able to do those things, like, years ago. So if you sit in that, like the guilt or you kind of like push your happiness down or you push your excitement down because you don't want to be bragging. You don't want to get too big for your britches. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, you don't want anybody else to feel guilty or jealous or anything else. It's like, why do we do that to ourselves? And what that ends up doing is it takes away from the present moment. It takes away from the joy and the happiness of like, what this is all about, right? And so I have to really rein that stuff in. And so, you know, once I get on the plane, we're packed, you know, all of that crazy organizing and the packing and stuff is done and we're on the plane and we're headed there and we're just, you know, living life. Like this is what it's all about, right? This is why we work so hard. It all kind of goes away for me and I'm able to lean into it and like just feel that joy and that happiness and being in the moment and making those memories. Because for me, that's what this is all about. It's about the experiences. It's about travel. It's about making memories. I don't care about the stuff. I care about the experiences. And here's the thing. If I would have like push that happiness down or silence the excitement or, you know, not allowed myself to get too, you know, happy and everything about, about what was going on at the conference in Disney. Even if I would have gone into it like that, it wouldn't have stopped the bad stuff from happening when I got home. 
that stuff was going to happen whether I had a miserable time, whether I had a happy time, or whether I stayed home and didn't go on the trip. And that is the whole point today is talking about how being afraid of happiness isn't going to stop the bad stuff. It's not like we have this, you know, this tank where we're like, okay, let me just put all this, this, like, let me put all this stuff in this tank of like, you know, being afraid of happiness and not wanting to lean into that. Because if I, if I put enough into that and I don't get too excited and I don't get too happy about stuff, well, then the bad stuff won't happen. And that's just not true. Right. And that's really hard because, um, you know, there's an interview, um, that Brene Brown did with Oprah a while ago and Brene Brown, it, you know, she talks about how joy is the most terrifying emotion. And that might seem really weird, but it's actually really true because how many times do we think, um, you know, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be taken away from us. And she says here, I'm going to, I'm going to read what she said. She said, how many of you have ever sat up and thought, wow, work's going good. Good relationship with my partner. Parents seem to be doing okay. Holy crap. Something bad's going to happen. And you know, you know what that is? She says, it's when we lose our tolerance for vulnerability. Joy becomes foreboding. I'm scared that it's going to be taken away. The other shoe is going to drop. And so when we have these moments of joy, it's like we're trying to like we we think we're going to like gain the system, right? Like we think we're going to gain the system of like, well, if I don't allow myself to feel joy and I don't just like sit in that gratitude of the things that are happening, then that's going to ease the pain when it happens. And let me tell you, <laughs> that's just not true. Nothing about that is going to ease the pain, whether it's, you know, a death a, um, you know, any, any, a death, a, a work related thing, you know, a layoff, a, um, hospitalization, losing money, you know, none of your kid finding out your kid has a chronic illness, like diabetes, like none of that is going to ease the pain because you just, what it's going to do is it's going to give you a lost opportunity. Because the bad stuff is going to happen. And then when the good stuff was happening, you didn't let it happen. And that's a really sad place to be. So, you know, whether I went to Disney or not, whether I went to the conference or not, whether I stayed home, no matter what I did, all of the shit that started dragging me down into this like mini depression was going to happen no matter what. So I am actually really glad that I had that trip and I had those because moments of happiness and joy. I don't want to say they're few and far between, but we know that happiness and joy is not the goal and it's not possible 24 seven. Right? So when we do have those moments, we need to hold on to them. We need to really feel them. We need to be in the moment and stop being afraid of what might happen. Because think, and, and that's the thing, right? So in life, suffering and pain, that is inevitable. That is part of the human experience. And there's no way to avoid that. 
if you can find a way to avoid that, please let me know. And you will probably be like, <laughs> they will give you a medal if you could figure that out because there is no way to avoid pain and suffering. And once you accept that, it gets easier, right? Pain and happiness and joy and suffering, that is all part of our experience as human beings. So why do we waste time feeling guilty for being happy, feeling guilty for having fun? Ain't nobody got time for that. This life is short, you guys, and we don't have time to sit around and waste worrying about when the other shoe is going to drop because honestly news break like it's gonna it's gonna drop at some point right but if we sit around nervous we're wasting and losing and ruining that precious time so let's think about this too like in terms of your weight and your body this is huge, right? This is a huge thing that we do when we are overweight and not happy in the skin that we're in. We put our happiness on hold. We tell ourselves, well, when I lose the 50 pounds, when I can finally fit in the size 10, then I'm going to let myself feel happy. And that's a huge thing that I've talked about in so many episodes, right? Where, especially for me, when I was really going through my journey of, you know, becoming irresistible you, I really discovered that I held my happiness hostage based on what I weighed. And again, you're wasting time. You have to learn how to be happy while you're going up and down the scale, no matter where you are on the scale. Because again, it's not like you're going to reach that number and it's going to, then you're going to find another reason to not let yourself be happy. Well, look at all this loose skin that I have. Well, I certainly can't be happy now. Look at all this loose skin. I don't want to show off my arms. You know, look at all this gray hair. Look at all these wrinkles now. I've waited too long to lose the weight and now I look old as shit. There will always be something. There will always be something. And, you know, one of the things that I do... Okay, so let's go back to depression for a second, right? Do you know how to recognize it? Do you know how to recognize when you're spiraling into a dark place? Because, again, you know, it's not like you reach some pivotal moment in your life where you're never going to be unhappy again, where you're never going to not be depressed. Like, life ebbs and flows, and that's just part of the process. But... Where the difference is, is learning how to realize when those little like depression demons are trying to peek around. the. I always think of them like sitting on my shoulder, like, hey, remember me? I'm over here. Um, and, you know, in the past when I, you know, gained almost 100 pounds and I was severely depressed and I didn't know it. I didn't know it because I had no self-awareness, right? Self-awareness is really key to, you know, being able to notice these things and pulling ourselves out before we're, you know, too far into the hole. And when I didn't have that self-awareness, you know, I had no idea. 
I had no idea. And I just would go further and further down, use food as a coping scale. Next thing you know, it's like the scale is up a hundred pounds. How the hell did I get here? How come nothing fits? Oh my God. Like, you know, that whole process. And this time around, or this like little mini depression that I've been battling, I know, I know what to look for. And I also know how to not overdo it. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is not allowing myself to feel guilty because things are going bad and allowing myself to feel the shitty feelings, right? And allowing myself to have a pity party for a day or two, right? We're not, we're not doing week long pity parties, y'all. We're doing like maybe a day, maybe a couple days. Okay. Allowing ourselves to just survive and get through and then figure out what our next move is going to be. And so those little signs of depression for me, okay, really hard to wake up in the mornings or the moment the alarm goes off, I'm angry because I don't want to do life yet. Like I was finding myself doing that a lot the last couple of weeks. Like I don't want a life today. <laughs> like I don't want to do adult. I don't want to adult today. I don't want to face certain things today. I don't want to get out of bed, but I have to. There's no way around it. Okay. Um, for me, I also find it's like, especially working from home, I will admit like sometimes it when I f am going through these little bouts of depression, I don't want to even get in the shower. I know that's gross, but it is what it is. And I know I'm not the only one. And so sometimes just waking up and getting yourself in the shower is enough, right? Another thing for me is, so when I come downstairs in the morning, one of the things I always do is I open all the blinds like that look out into the backyard because I love my backyard. And I will notice I'll go days and I haven't even opened the blinds and I haven't even gone outside to the backyard. That's a sign for me, right? So it was funny because the other day it was like an automatic reaction. As I come down the stairs, I noticed I just started opening the blinds. And I was like, oh, right. Like I also, before I go to bed, I like to have the kitchen clean. I hate coming downstairs in the mornings and the kitchen is like dirty. Don't be vulnerable. Let's be vulnerable. The same dishes sat in the sink the entire week until Saturday. <laughs> like it is what it is, right? And like I, it would drive me crazy when I see it, but I was like, I literally don't have the energy to do anything about it right now. I don't care. And, and I tell myself that cause I'm like, you know, in a couple days, you're not going to be able to stand it and you're going to do them and we're going to be fine. And we're going to get back in our normal routines. Same thing with laundry. I was able to at least get the clothes in the washer. I forgot about them. <laughs> they sat there for like two days. I had to rewash them. They've all been dried. Have they been put away? Hell no. Uh, we'll get to that today or tomorrow. And that's the thing, right? Like giving yourself grace. I know that I'm not going to let a month or even a couple weeks go by of not doing dishes. I just know I'm not going to do that. But knowing like I'm not going to make myself feel guilty or feel bad because I just don't have the mental, emotional, or physical energy to give a shit right now. I know that that will change in a day or two, a couple days. And it did. Kitchen's clean. The laundry's done. Been taking showers. Your girl is good. 
but I'm just being very transparent with you guys. Like this is what depression looks like. And sometimes just getting out of bed is enough. And you need to stop guilting yourself about, I should be doing this and I should, you know, shooting all over yourself. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Yeah. In a normal functioning capacity. Yes, you should. But when you have like serious life decisions, things that could dramatically impact your family, impact your well-being, impact your just everything, it's really hard. It's really hard. And I want you to understand that, that sometimes we're just going to be in those slumps, but you have to recognize when it's happening so that you don't get too far down the hole and that you get professional help when you need professional help. I go to a therapy every single week and I've been going for almost... My God, it's been years now. And I just highly recommend that. You should always have someone that you can talk to that is not emotionally invested in your life, like, you know, your family or friends that can give you that advice and just listen when you need to vent. Everybody needs that. You know, so I also just start to set little goals for myself, right? Where I actually put laundry on the to-do list, you know, um... And sometimes you have to get all of the bad, hard stuff out of the way before you can even focus. I remember when, when Kat was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, that first month, which was a living hell, um, the mail started to pile up. The bill started, because neither one of us could work while, this was ha- like, while we were trying to get this under control. And I couldn't even see it. It was like when the smoke started to clear and we started to fall into a routine and this started to, you know, somehow sort of become normalized. Like I noticed, oh my God, like all this stuff is sitting here or, oh my God, I have to take care of this. And it's like, all of it will be there. When you're better and you're well, it will all still be there waiting for you. Because sometimes when you're going through it, you can't even see those things. Like, like it's just, it's wild to me. And so know what it looks like for you. What is the anxiety? What does the depression look like? What is, how do you know when you're going to start going down that path, emotional eating, binge eating, overeating? Because for a lot of us, depression and binge eating go hand in hand. Now, have I been binge eating? No, I haven't. Have I been emotionally eating? Yeah, a little bit like here and there because I just, and most of it's like because I'm ordering food because I don't, I haven't had it in me to give a shit about making meals. You know, like, so I've been ordering a lot more food than I would like to, um, but I don't feel like I'm binge eating at all. Like I'm definitely not. So, you know, Know what that looks like because what you don't want is to wake up a year, six months, three months from now and just not understand how you got there because you're like zombie walking it, zombie eating it through life because you have no idea what your triggers are. You don't have any self-awareness and you're like, oh my God, how did I gain all this weight? I didn't even know I was depressed. So one of the other things that I do when I'm going through this is to practice gratitude, okay? And when you practice gratitude, it will really ground you. It will humble you 
and it will ground you and it will put everything into perspective, right? One of the things I always say, it's like, you know, if my kids are good, if our health is good, everything else I can figure out. I can always find ways to make more money. I can always, you know, other challenges, I can figure it out. It's all figure outable. What's not figure outable is your health. I mean, yes, to an extent, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't take away the diabetes, okay? I can't do that. But I can be grateful for the fact that my daughter's healthy, right? She she just has this thing that she has to manage. But otherwise, she's completely a healthy, happy young lady. Like, so I practice gratitude. I do a lot of meditating and prayer. I really believe in all of that. I didn't believe in all that many years ago, and that's part of the problem. It was for me. So practicing gratitude, however that looks like for you, it just really puts everything in perspective. And some of the things that have come up for me in the last couple of weeks, when I think about what I prayed for a many, many years ago, these are, and I'm going to use quotation marks as if you can't, if you can see me, um, these are problems that come from some of the things that I prayed for. It's growing pains, right? And I have to put that into perspective too. So gratitude will always help. Making little small to-do lists like, okay, today I'm going to take a shower. Today, you know what? I'm feeling a little bit better. Not only am I going to take a shower, I'm going to put my face on. I'm going to put my makeup on, okay? You know, I'm going to do my hair. I'm going to, you know, go get my car washed. I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to, you know, put all the laundry away. I'm going to get that. Y'all, I'm going to get that suitcase unpacked. I promise. <laughs> it's going to happen. Like this week, there is no more excuses. That suitcase needs to go, okay? I also found myself, like I'm a big person about holidays. I, I just, I love holidays. Like, and I, I, I believe that when you some people say, well, it's just a holiday. It's just another day. It's like, okay, whatever. If you start believing that, then what is there to look forward to? It's just like people who say, what's the point of making the bed? Well, the point of making the bed is because it sets your day up for success. It gives you this little small win in the morning to feel proud of, to go, wow, my, you know, the room looks really good. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to start the day. When you start having that mentality, then what's the point of anything? What's the point of taking a shower? You're just going to get dirty again. What's the point of eating? You're just going to get hungry again. What's the point of waking up every day? You just got to wake up again tomorrow. Like that's a slippery, dangerous slope mentality. And so I really love holidays. I think it, you know, it takes the everyday routine monotony and make it feel like fun and different and you know, especially like having kids now, it's, it gives it even more meaning for me. And so y'all know, I love some Halloween. I got married on Halloween Eve. Both of my kids are born like exactly five and exactly 10 days were Halloween. No, that was not planned. <laughs> it's just, literally that part was not planned, but we just love Halloween. And I mean, my son, <laughs> 
all, and I did not tell him this. This is like literally something he like in his little brain came up with like a long time ago. He runs around the house saying that he is the king of Halloween. I, like I cannot. I love it. I think it's the cutest thing. But I love some Halloween and I always decorate. We always go hard at Halloween. And that first weekend of October, like when it was like the end of September, I think October was like happening on a Sunday or something. I don't remember. But I knew I wanted to decorate because I'm like, if we don't decorate this first weekend of October, it's not going to happen. Like we already know. And I took everything I had to, to, cause this is when I was like really in that like mini depression. And I told my husband, I was like, please go get the Halloween stuff out of the attic. The kids were so excited. Like I don't, you know, now like seeing how much they enjoy it, it like we just have to do it. And I got us to do it and it was fun. And, you know, so it's like sometimes you really got to push yourself, right? Something that seems so fun and simple, like decorating for Halloween, it felt like a chore for me. But I knew that I wanted to do it. I knew that I would regret not doing it. And I also knew I have these other little people that look forward to this as well. And I'm not about to allow my depression to ruin their time. Okay. So, you know, finding those little ways to slowly pull yourself out of it and also know you're not going to pull out of something in a day. It may not even be a week, right? But you've got to figure out these ways to, you know, for me, it's like making the bed in the morning, making sure the dishes are put away, like these little tiny wins that can slowly start to build up your confidence again in who you are and the other bigger things that you can accomplish, right? You start where you are. You meet yourself where you are. You stop guilting yourself for not being where you think you should be because where you should be is where you are right now. So how can you meet yourself where you are? That's what you have to do. You know, and, and I have a lot of things to look forward to in October. So I know that I need to get my ass together, right? I need to pull myself together. Like I said, a lot of this dust has settled, you know, and this is just one of those ups and downs of life and I'm okay and I will be okay. And, you know, it is what it is. And so practice that gratitude, Smart. start with the small things, make those little mini goals for yourself. And also, again, remember that sometimes getting up out of bed every morning is enough. Like if that's all you did today, then that's okay too, right? And understanding and giving yourself grace and repeating to yourself that this too shall pass because it will, it always does, right? This too shall pass. And back to what we talked about at the beginning, you know, when things are going really good, don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of it because when you're afraid of it, you're taking away from the present. Just go with it. Allow yourself to go with the good. Go with the things that are making you feel happy. Go with the things that you're proud of. Don't be afraid to be proud of yourself and how far you've come. You know, and, and think about like the weight too. Like when someone compliments you and notices that you're losing weight and you do the, yeah, but 
yeah, but they are the thanks, but I still have like, you know, 20 pounds to go or whatever. Like, don't do that to yourself. Just accept it. And, you know, we're used to suffering. We're used to things going bad. We're used to the other shoe dropping. We need to really get used to feeling happiness and joy too and knowing that it's not anything to be afraid of, that it's a good thing. And my goal in life is not to be happy because to be happy 24-7, that is just, that is not a thing. <laughs> like, we're not always going to be happy and I don't want to be like that 24-7 because quite frankly, it's annoying. My goal is to feel at peace. And I will tell you in these last couple weeks, my peace was disturbed. Okay. My peace was seriously disturbed, like not sleeping, worrying over things. Like I just want to be at peace, right? Because things can be going kind of wrong and I can still feel peace in what I'm able to do. I can still feel peace, especially when you practice gratitude. You can feel peace even through some of the scary stuff. Um, but just know it's normal. We all go through it. People that say they don't, they're lying. <laughs> they're lying and or they are in denial. Like everybody goes through pain and suffering. Every single person. It might look different for certain people, but everybody feels pain and everybody feels suffering in their life. And again, if they say they don't, they're lying. They're just straight lying. So know that it's normal. Know that it's okay. Start leaning into the good stuff, you guys. We, we got to hang on to that because we only get one life, right? And we know that it's short and we know that it goes by quickly. So... Just hang on to that stuff, right? Like, let's live our lives. I always like, let's live our lives like a dog. <laughs> like, I see Chewy and it's like, he just lives his life. Like, he's excited to go do everything, right? And it's like, we need to live more like that. Dogs are not in the, like, they just live in the moment, right? They live in the moment. They're not worrying. They're not stressing out about all these things. But it's like, why can't we do that a little bit more? And I know I get it. It's like, it's really hard because we have a lot of things going on. But we have to put stuff in perspective. That's what we have to do. So um, I'm going to go relish in those memories. I'm going to start making the reels. I'm going to start sharing some of our memories on my feed on Instagram. Um, because I, I want to share that and I want to remember and I want to let everyone else know that it's okay to have bad days and it's also really okay to be happy and it's okay to be proud of yourself and it's okay to do things that you thought you would never be able to do. It's okay. You know, and if you, you know, most of you listening to this are on some form of a weight loss journey. I want you to really put that in perspective too. Like you cannot put your happiness on hold for when you get to your goal weight. Am I at my goal weight? Hail to the no. Am I working on myself? You damn right I'm working on myself. Um, is the scale going down? Yes. Does it go down every week? No. Um, do I like my, um, my lower stomach? 
also no. <laughs> but do I allow that to stop me from living? Of course not. Have I in the past? Yes. Okay, so you cannot hold your happiness hostage for your goal weight. You have to learn how to be happy and at peace and acknowledge where you are today. Not where you think you should be, not where you want to be, but where you are today. Because not one of us is going to get to our goal weight tomorrow. Not one of us is probably going to get there in a couple months. So let's use the time that we have to learn how to take care of ourselves, to learn how to love ourselves more so that when we get to that point, that work is already done. And the weight loss is just icing on the cake. That's it. You've got to learn how to be happy with yourself and peace at peace with yourself now. Because like I said before, if you don't do it, you're going to find other ways to shred yourself apart. You just will. So I'm happy to have this episode out for you guys and let you know what's been going on. And I will be back next week with a new episode. I hope that you guys will continue to tune in and listen and, you know, Message me over on Instagram at Irresistible Icing. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know what you're going to do today to stop putting your happiness on hold. What are you doing right now that makes you feel really good? Like, what does that look like for you? And if you find the podcast helpful, please head over to Apple Podcast and leave a rating and review. That is very helpful. It is a great way to support the podcast. And I'm going to wrap things up, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.